Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 67 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be to meet the people that make theater happen. If you are a theater professional or you know of any, just make sure that you or they go to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free theater professional profile with the code CCFREE when you go to uh, sign up. Enter that code in, and uh, just as it says in that code, it is free. So just go to CurtainCallOnline.com, join today, start connecting to the theater industry on our shiny new website. It's looking great, guys. And now for this week's podcast. A few months ago, we went over to the Eno London Coliseum to take in the theater spectacle that is Bat Out of Hell, the musical. Uh, It was brilliant. It started in Manchester before moving down to London, and last weekend, the entire London company uh, started their run in Toronto. And that's in Canada, for those of you that don't know. It was, uh, the show was like nothing I'd ever seen or heard. I mean, the sound system in that theater, at least in the Eno, was incredible. from the first note it just blew me away and the singing on it was insane and the amount of people on the stage and backstage was insane i mean there were so many people in that production that for the first time i had to have help backstage to make sure that we talked to as many of the company as possible uh, theo bosenket who you have heard on this podcast before uh came with me and we spoke to scores of people that night um and we have to, uh, we hope to have the majority of that content up on our site uh, at some point in the very near future. Uh, this week, I thought in in celebration of their opening in Toronto that I would bring you the full chat I had with Sharon Sexton, who plays Sloane in the show. I mean, Sharon has got a voice, people. I mean, seriously, the girl belts. She can sing, she can dance, she can move. She's awesome and she's gorgeous. Um, we talked about everything from being in such a physically demanding show Uh, various states of dress, and how a musical theater actor can keep their voice intact during a long run of a show that's such a big sing. And she has a huge sing in this show. So um, without further ado, have a listen. Really, this is an insane show. 
that is such a huge thing. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. You're phenomenal. It's so much fun. Look Thank like you. Really good time. Oh, I'm day. having. I mean, I you don't get to smile so much. I laughed, and the funny thing, there was a woman sitting in front of me, and she was doing this dance like the entire time, and I, it just made me giggle. Uh, and it made my night even better, but just the crowd. I've never heard a crowd like that at the end of the show. This music so, means so much to people. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Like, yeah. it's obviously, and because it's been around for so long as well, it's like a soundtrack to people's lives. They feel so passionate about it. So mm. It's a massive risk to do a show like this and get it wrong. It's incredible. Yeah. So cool. So, um, what you guys started out in Manchester. That's right. You come here, and um, uh, I'm asking Christine, like, how different was it for you? I mean, uh, uh, there, it's always something kind of technical. Uh, that happens when you're playing to a new house, but um, you're on the same set, same. Yeah, place. we were on the same set, a little bigger, obviously, for make measurements and stuff here. The set was built for here, and you yeah. can see that it kind of fits properly. Whereas Manchester, we didn't realize it at the time, but it felt a bit more tighter, I mm. suppose. Like you, you know, there wasn't as much space. But from an audience point of view, I think it was amazing to, to play Manchester because there's salt of the earth people up there, yeah. and they really got behind the show, and there's some real rock and roll lovers in Manchester, yeah, so to have that confidence coming into London made us feel really good, oh, cool. and they've been incredibly loyal, like they still all come down and travel to see the show, mm. um, but you do feel when you get a show like this as well, that kind of mistakenly falls into the category of jukebox musical, that a London audience can kind of come, um, especially when it's played somewhere else, and sit on their hands somewhat, yeah. and go, right, show us what you got. Yeah. So it was great to have... 12 weeks of Manchester behind us going, we know we've got something really special, actually. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. brilliant. It gave us a confidence. No, it's great. And audiences here have just, like, lapped it up. It's been incredible. It's great reviews. Great, I mean, that just, it is such a feel-good... I mean, I, it's bonkers. It's, it's way out there. It's yeah, actually completely. crazy, but it was... Mm -hmm. But it is so much fun. I, I came out just la laughing, smiling. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's not like it's a joyous story there's a lot of pathos in the piece there's a lot of heavy emotional ballads yeah which are and jim steinman writes emotion man if there's something that he can write it is it yeah. makes you feel stuff yeah. and like some of the ballads that we get to do like the new one what part of my body hurts the most mm. it's it aches when you sing it so mm. to be able to i'm really glad to hear that you found moments of light in the shade as well oh yeah no listen there is listen jim steinman writes a hell of a turn of a phrase like and, and melody to go with it like it, yeah. it is just incredible there's no one like a, there's nothing there's like not. a somebody kept, was saying we were, like the show is still evolving here obviously we're, we're editing things since Manchester and we're changing things again for London and mm -hmm. we're changing things again for Toronto and um, you know people can be a bit resistant to change when something has run for a long time but if you talk to anybody who's recorded Steinman's work I know that's something Meatloaf says about him a lot like you would think you would be finished a number and then he would come into the studio the next day with another verse, which was a completely different melody. Right. And then a, a, a second bridge that was a different melody again. And that's kind of the journey of all of his songs. They're like mini plays. Mm. They're like one act shows yeah, in are, each yeah. number. So that's kind of, I think that's a really good kind of parallel for the show overall. Because you just, you don't know where it's going. Mm. You don't know what the heck is going to happen. It's just an emotional roller coaster, like. Great. Are you looking forward to tomorrow? Yeah, I really am. I'm looking forward to seeing what they make of it because I know like rock and roll is 
still kind of mainstream on the radios out there yeah, quite a lot. Definitely the and there's rock stations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so dedicated rock stations. Yeah, and it's a big theatre town as well. So yeah. hopefully, I think it'll go down really well. It's a beautiful city. I haven't been. Oh, you love it. Yeah, I'm hearing really good things, so I'm quite yeah. excited about it. Yeah, it's a good time of year to go, and yeah, you have you have a good time. We will have a good time. Physical demands of this show. So, like, it is, um, there's a lot of running around. You change about 528 times. Yep. Um, <laughs> on stage <laughs> and stage. off. Well, you uh, undress on stage a lot. That was fun. <laughs> when we went into the rehearsal room, day one of rehearsals, no. having not met anybody before, first show I've ever done where we haven't gotten a script until the day. So it was a cold oh, read. And I remember we were sitting around... Just going. And I had heard that I was going to be singing Paradise by the Dashboard Light, and I went, all right, Matt's in a car, and we'll see how that goes. Mm. And then somebody in the stage directions, they went, so then we pull the tape, the tablecloth off the table, and it reveals a convertible Cadillac. Then Sloane pops up in her underwear, and I remember going, oh. And then we push the car off the stage into the orchestra pit, and I remember going, double O. <laughs> And then thinking to myself, going, this is either going to be the biggest pile of pants or the most incredible thing ever. Because there's no, you can't, you can't write down stagehand <laughs> like that and half do it. So they've really, they've done it. It they really risen to the oh challenge. God, the end of that song, like the reaction from the audience, again, it, phenomenal. It, it is, so, it's incredible. So cool. But there are a lot of, you know, physically, eight shows a week has got to be pretty demanding. It is, you. and it's a... It's a vocal marathon as well. Um, that's my second point. It's like, you know, there have been some higher profile people going off with their voice, both in the West End mm-hmm. and, and Broadway and everything else. You have that, you're saying, in fact, everybody saying on the show is incredibly big. Massive. Um, how, how do you sustain it over, like, what do you do to kind of make sure that you are able to sustain your voice? Because it is a massive thing. Um, gin and tonic. <laughs> and uh, that's a half truth. And um, no, and I think in the early days, I remember when we did the first sing through in rehearsals, the first time we sang it through, we all kind of were walking around doing that actor thing where you have your hand over your throat mm. like it's going to give you some kind of magic power or comfort, and it doesn't. We were all just looking at each other going, How are we going to do this? Mm. Eight shows a week, sometimes twice a day. Mm. But it's muscle memory, it builds up. And the first few months, we were all very, very well behaved and terrified and living like nuns and being really really conscious and good but I think once your muscles get into a rhythm and it's almost easier I think to to find the strength in your body and your voice if you're doing it eight times a week yeah I think people who actually do shows and have two or three swung shows off I think it's more difficult for like for example names for example yeah who do shows and they only have to do a certain amount. I think that's more physically demanding because yeah. your body has a chance to kind of, you know, goes back into, goes resting, back into yeah. resting mode yeah. and then you have to start from scratch again. Yeah. Whereas they didn't go for any names in this production, really. What are you talking about, Sharon? Yeah, well, obviously, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, but no, but they, you know, they kind of, they, and we've so, we were only, I was only talking about this with the director today. We have so many graduates in this show. Yeah. Like, more than I've ever seen before. And that's because, obviously, the Lost are supposed to be frozen at the mm. age of 18. Mm. So, but they bring this huge energy, the ensemble, and this rawness and this kind of, like, passion to to rock it out eight yeah. shows a week. So when it's coming from every department, it's, like, makes it easier. Yeah. You, you don't you, you don't want to go off in this show because it's too much fun. Far too much fun. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much. Not at all. Thank you. 
Sharon Sexton, uh, the incredibly talented actress and singer, now appearing on stage at the Mervish Theatre in Toronto in the ultimate rock show, Bat Out of Hell, the musical. Before we wrap up, just wanted to say, uh, again, if you are a theatre professional and you want to join the network built by theatre professionals for theatre professionals, uh, I have designed it along with Matt Humphrey, who is a uh, photographer and talking to a ton of people in the industry as we went backstage to uh, produce our book, Curtain Call, a year backstage in London Theatre. Uh, when we started chatting to everybody, we realized that there's a big old gap in the industry, and that is a website that allows us to link everyone to each other. Um, basically like the IMDB plus LinkedIn for theatre. That's kind of what it is. Um, so uh, if, you, if you want to join that network, just head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com. Sign up for a free Curtain Call profile. You can... Uh, get your headshot up there, your CV, you have show reels, voice reels, um, you know, it's it's a big old resource for you guys if you are a theater professional, and it is free. You can follow us on all the socials, that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Curtain Call. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast. Get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned, or write to me at john at curtaincallonline.com. It leaves me... To thank Sharon Sexton and the insane amount of people it takes to put on that production, Bad Out of Hell, the musical. If you'd like to know more about the cast and company out of uh, Bad Out of Hell, just head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com. said that a lot this, uh, this episode, but that's because I'm proud of what we built. Uh, so head on over there, and you can search for the Bad Out of Hell show page on our site, where you can find headshots of the actors, see everyone who worked on the show, behind the scenes, the producers, the musicians. And then you uh, can link through to those people that they have worked with. So uh, just go down the rabbit hole. Come on. It's fun. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.